This is the K-Pop Cast, the show that brings you the best sounds and ideas in K-Pop each week. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. And I'm your PD Nim Michaela. And this week is another round of hit replays featuring an editor from Soul Beats, our favorite editor from Soul Beats. It's Remy. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me again. Excited to be here. Thank you for coming back. But first, what are hit replays? Hit replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on repeat or replay for the week. And Rumi, since you are a special mm-hmm. guest, you get to go first. Oh, thank you so much. My <laughs> choice for hit replay of the week is The Rose's debut song, Sorry. I actually have not been following The Rose mm. for all of these years. And I happened to hear them last month. And I fell in love with Wu Sung's voice. He puts so much emotion into it. You know, when he begins, he begins with this kind of scratchy mm-hmm. sound. It was so appealing to me. I immediately fell in love with it. I fell in love with it so much. I just, I was like, oh, you know, I also like to sing. Why don't I sign up for singing lessons? I signed up for singing lessons. <laughs> um, I absolutely just love the song. Wow. And I thought everybody should listen to it yet again. And if they haven't heard it, then they need to listen to it. Well, that's a good pick. Mm. And I'll throw back. All right, so. My hit replay for this week is Sorry, Lovers in the Night. And I love it. It's a deep, induced jam. Um, it, it's got like this really groovy, funky, uh, hip hop, um, R&B sort of beat. But these yeah. like lo-fi saxophone <laughs> samples on top. And it's called Lovers in the Night. And it feels like you're, you're clumsily connecting feeling each other up in the night so that's all i'll say but it's worth a listen (laughs) yeah i love i love i was looking through the comments because i'm not as familiar with with sorry and i love how everybody in the comments was talking about how much they loved all the lgbtq plus representation in this mv Mm -hmm. because it's not just one kind of love it's all the kinds of love is in this video Cheers to that. So, Michaela, what's your hit replay for this week? Moving from one underrated artist to one of my favorite underrated artists, which, unfortunately, we got the news that as of March 31st, Hot Shot has officially disbanded. Uh, we, I know we all probably have like our, uh, a group that is like the top of the list when it comes to groups that are so underrated but so talented. Hot Shot is that group for me. So, you know, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to them. But, you know, if you've been a fan of Hot Shot, this has been a long time coming and it's not too much of a surprise. They've all kind of moved on in their solo careers. They've been established through going on, like, you know, produce shows. So we're not too worried about them. This is kind of like what happened with God 7. They're, they're going to be fine. I think they're going to have pretty solid mm-hmm. careers after this. But I wanted to share with you one of my favorite 
Hotshot songs. And I actually reached out to friend of the show, Ashley, a multifaceted ACG, and we kind of compared lists. She's one of the only other people that I know is a Hotshot fan. And so our hit replay is Watch Out. So if you haven't get dig, dug into Hotshot's discography, this is a great song to start with. Indeed. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Michaela and Ashley, multifaceted ACG, um, mm-hmm. by extension. So... I have to say I'm more familiar with Hotshot from some of the other shows that they've done like Rote Hyun was on Produce 101 and he was this amazing choreographer so you know it's sad to see them go as well yeah and then Ha Sung Woon was on Produce 2 yeah and then he actually made the he was in 101 so arguably the most successful member so far (laughs) yeah Well, that's it for our hit replays. Let's take it to our listeners. So, listener Artemis Arrows said their hit replay for this week is Blue Side by J-Hope. I'm so happy he released a full version. It started its life as a tantalizing melancholy tidbit at the end of this fantastic solo mixtape, Hope World. Hope World, yeah. It perfectly encapsulates the flat, unending time horizon of quarantine and longing to be with loved ones, but in a comforting way. The wind chimes give it a bit of nostalgic feel. And without further ado, there could only be one listener highlight each week that we pick that had the best commentary, the best uh, analysis that we're feeling and that we agree with uh, for their pick. So uh, without further ado, Michaela, do you want to let our listeners know who got the listener highlight pick? And the listener highlight for this week goes to Louis Zhang. underscore Zhang on Twitter. They, they said... If a drug could be injected orally, it'd be weeklies after school. They get better and better with each comeback. Overall, they're a shining light from all the dark slash intense concepts among rookies. And they bring a vibe that's reminiscent of early 17, which I actually really agree with. I think of like 17's like earlier albums. Like I, I, I definitely hear that with this song. I, that, that's gonna stick with me for a while. Sorry, now. it's it's weekly, not weekly. <laughs> weekly is that how the fans say it? Yeah. <laughs> injected orally. I wonder what what it's like to actually have drugs injected orally. Oh gosh. <laughs> Just cotton candy rainbows, cute ego <laughs> girl concepts. Oh no. So that, that's it for our hit replays for this week. But uh, let's take it to the, to the K-pop headlines. Um, first headline, mm-hmm. BTS, they came out and they expressed solidarity yeah. in stopping Asian hate. And I think what, what's really big about this, not only does BTS carry immense influence, they say something and like, you know, the world trembles. Like, the, like every, everything <laughs> shakes and has humongous consequence from whatever BTS has to say. Um, so that that's one aspect of it. But the other really big aspect that out of this statement from BTS that I'm really taking is that they shared in their statement the racism that they 
encountered and faced uh, yeah. as Asian entertainers in the Western market. And, you know, it just shows you can be at the top of your game and you can still be affected by, by systemic racism. You know, when I first read that statement, I was... Well, let's not say when I first read the statement. When I saw the tweet and I saw that they had tweeted about it, uh, my immediate reaction was, wow, their PR marketing team is so good. Um, and I think that comes from a place where, you know, we don't, real, we don't really often see K-pop artists take a stand on real world. Let's not use the word real world. Perhaps we can say political issues uh, or social movements. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah. It's very uncommon and we certainly don't see them taking a stand on these movements in their own country. So when they're taking a stand on these movements in another country uh, where, and you know, I'm someone who's now I'm in the States, but I have grown up most of my life outside of the States. And, you know, without trying to diminish the importance of a movement like Stop Asian Hate, um, I think it's important to remember that those of us in other countries and other parts of the world, we have our own issues to deal with. There are things happening in our countries that Americans are not aware of and don't care about. Similarly, we're we are actually aware of what's happening here when it comes to these big movements. But there's only so much energy that many of us can give. So, you know, when you read that BTS has tweeted something like this, like my immediate reaction is, oh, you know, the PR marketing team is so good because clearly that's they're identifying with their audience here in the States. Um, But, you know, as I read this statement, it struck me that actually they have suffered so much hate and so much, um, they've endured so much at, you know, the hands of people mocking them for being Asian, uh, for being a boy band that's liked by a largely female audience. And coming from them, like you can really feel the sincerity of their words when they say that this is something that needs to end. Uh, so yeah, as Peter says, like the world shakes. Like I really, really <laughs> felt the sincerity of their statement. Um, I was really yeah, glad they the, spoke up. The world is trembling from the bulldozers paving the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you know, matter of fact, that, that South Korea has the highest percentage of paved roads in the world Thanks to its highly competitive road paving music industry. <laughs> Little known fact out there. Anyway. According according to which source, Peter? Uh, all, all Kboo News, the most reputable source in, in K-pop. Um, yeah. Okay. But in other news, in other uh, Yes. In spaces, social media influencers that also make music and save the world, question mark. Uh, it was announced last month that Blackpink were chosen to advocate climate change awareness um, as part of the COP26. That's the 26th UN Climate Change Conference. Conference. So, climate change in your area. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It might seem contrary given my previous statement about BTS, but I actually love that Blackpink were chosen to advocate for climate change. Um, because, yeah, these are the kinds of issues that, like, the if you think about the purpose of a celebrity advocate, it's basically, it's to raise awareness, it's to have people talk about it. And, you know, so many people follow Blackpink. They're so popular. So I just, I love that they've been chosen for this particular cause. Yeah. A lot of experts have been saying that, especially with all these climate sustainability efforts, it's a big deal whenever a celebrity 
signs on board because that that get, generates a lot more engagement, a lot of hype and interest, and has the most potential to change c- consumer habits of all the fans of that major right. celebrity. So it's great that BTS and Blackpink are realizing that the power that they wield and hold in their hands and doing mm-hmm. it, channeling it for good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And in other news, new name, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Big Hit Entertainment announced the change of their name to Hybe, right. which is fascinating. It's actually important to note that Hybe is an overarching group and Big Hit Entertainment is now Big Hit Music. Yeah, it's like... Uh, which is a subsidiary of Hive. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that's happened. <laughs> well, you know, Big Hit, or excuse me, Hive, Hive. is Hive. just going to consume and acquire all <laughs> <laughs> music distributors and labels. And then there will just be no choice. You know, then it's just worldwide domination and they'll, they'll control all aspects of the music industry. At that point, oh my gosh. You know, I find it's very interesting what Big Hit is doing because if you think about it, the business model in Korea uh, that's adopted by Korean entertainment agencies is one of the most innovative that's out there. Mm. I was listening to a podcast recording by the president of this organization called DFSB Collective that distributes uh, K-pop in international markets. And he was talking about the full stack business model in K-pop, which is very different from what's seen in the West. Mm. Um, Whereas in the West, there's, you know, there's the agencies that are managing talent. There's the agencies that are um, distributing distributing music they're all very different but in k-pop they're all doing the same thing and i think big hit has just taken that to a whole different level with so many of their other dealings in music in games and with weavers and other tech platforms um there's been all sorts of other developments as well their collaboration with universal their Today, it was announced their acquisition of Ithaca. Am I pronouncing it right? Ithaca Holdings? I don't know. Ithaca Holdings. Yeah, Justin Bieber's management agency and Scooter Brown joining Hype's boards of directors. Um, So clearly, Big Hit is indeed after worldwide domination. And they're going about it in this incredibly smart, um, incredibly fast-paced way. And it's quite exciting to see, you know, what could come ahead for them. We shall see. I know a lot of people have issues with uh, Scooter Brown, but <laughs> right. for better or for worse. Uh, all right. Very rightfully so. And in other news. In another two bite the dust news, uh, it was announced that two more Infinite members will be departing Wulum Entertainment. Um, that is Lee Sung-yeol and Jang Dong-woo. Or Dong-woo. They have left... So that's that's three infinite no four infinite members that are no longer at Wulum Entertainment. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens in the future. And uh, just because last week or last time we did a hit replay episode, it was requested that we make sure we got some happy feel good stuff to, right. to balance out the sad. <laughs> so in yeah. your happy feel good news, who that be? There was a video released recently featuring IU and this young girl from um, what's the name of this YouTube channel ODG Studios ODG yeah they're they're actually like a, they make clothes ah okay 
Yeah, so this is kind of their promotion for their their brand is these these videos with these adorable children. <laughs> yeah, so one of the girls who's a recurring cast member across a lot of these videos, uh, she made it clear that her number one idol was IU. Mm-hmm. And the producer... The only mm-hmm. idol she apparently knows about. Yeah, because <laughs> all these other famous idols roll through and she's like, who are you? Like, anyway. Um, so the, the producer <laughs> asked her to pretend like, you know, she like, you know, whoever comes in, just pretend like you don't you don't know them. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be none other than her her one, number one idol, IU. And she had to do the horrible thing of pretending like she didn't know her favorite bias. <laughs> and, and oh my gosh, this girl is such an amazing actor. I don't believe anything she says anymore because, I, oh my gosh. Yeah, she, acting ability, incredible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then, you know, they gave her another chance and she came in and they were able to be genuine. And it was the, the, the saddest, cutest thing ever. Like, I I, yeah. I, I, I I was crying tears of joy because it was just so cute seeing. Yeah, she gets she gets so emotional, like, finally sitting in front of Ayu. She just starts crying. And then, like, Ayu gives her a tissue. And, oh, it's just the sweetest thing. Yeah, it's super sweet. So go check it out. Um, it'll, it'll make you feel good at the end just because the, you see them fawning over each other each other throughout this entire video and uh last news item michaela take us away yeah and hello teenager news shiny will reported is reportedly starring in a hello baby reunion special so if you guys don't know what hello baby is it was a reality show where idol groups would take care of an infant or a child for a few days usually a week um and shiny took care of this little toddler little four-year-old no not toddler four-year-old named uh yugun and so he is now 15 <laughs> and they're going to do the reunion special with him, which is, is super happy. Feel good. Especially if you've seen hello baby, um, a little, a little sad that not everybody will be there for the reunion, but again, still happy fun time beginning to see them <laughs> with this teenager. I think that really speaks to how long shiny have been in the market yeah. and out there because K-pop groups don't necessarily have a very long shelf life, mm. but uh, Shiny have really lasted such a long time. And that's obviously great. I love them. Um, you can see why they've been around for so long and are so successful. Yeah. They're, they're paving the way, practically. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you so much. <laughs> anyway. Um, All right, that concludes. Yes, yeah, so, so that's it. We'll, we'll have links to each of these stories in the description of this mm-hmm. episode. So just scroll down on your phone or whatever. You can click on the link to, to find out more on each one of these stories. And in conclusion, this is our Hit Replay episode for the fourth week of March. Let our listeners know where they can find you each on Twitter. Remy, why don't you kick us off? Sure. On Twitter, well, you know, I'm an editor with Soulbeats. Please check out at Soulbeats.com. No, at Soulbeats. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter, and please check out Mm Soulbeats.com. And I'm at Michaela J. Pop on Twitter. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And you can tweet all of us at the K-pop cast on Twitter. But you know what's better than a tweet? What what is what is that, Peter? Oh well that would be a voice memo. So if you just record <gasps> you speaking into your phone and you send that in, you email that into us or you tweet it at us, we'll we'll include that audio recording of you speaking and on the episode talking about your favorite hit replay. So be sure to do that for the next episode. Yeah. So so you Listening to this episode right now, I'm talking to you. Wow, that's exciting, Sharon. Yes, Sharon. Sharon we're, come on, we're, we're we want to hear you. what songs you're listening to. Like, give us, give us your picks, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> and people who don't have the name Sharon, I'm also talking to you. 
Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> lastly, if you want to get to know us better, oh, you can sorry. make some new friends in the K-Podcast Slack. There's a link to our Slack space in this episode so you can chat with uh, a lot of the few and mighty <laughs> of those in yeah, our talk, Slack. Yeah, talk about art, all the... the t- all the things talk about all the stories we talked about today everything else come join us it's fun all right come on sharon yeah sharon uh, <laughs> Remy, i'm gonna put you on the spot final word final final thing anything you want to share with the listeners before we, we drop the mic sure i think you know if i may just touch upon some of the stories i think there have been some really exciting developments in the business of mm. k-pop over the last couple of months, everything from the whole Spotify and Kakao M situation, oh gosh, uh, now Kakao Entertainment, to what we talked about with you know Big Hit rebranding itself as Hype Corporation, um, acquiring um, Ithaca mm-hmm. Holdings, and um, yeah, I think you know the business behind K-pop itself is a very fascinating space um, and really seems to be evolving at a very rapid pace with the expansion of K-pop into international markets. And I love that y'all are getting into discussing news as well because <laughs> um, I think you know for fans that kind of understanding would be very very mm-hmm. helpful. So love listening to the yeah. podcast. Oh, well, thank you. You know, we love just reading editorial on Soul Beats as well. So, you know, it goes yeah, both ways for me. Mm-hmm.